0: Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where we try to make Black people feel seen. Please rate us and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five star bitches. Where do you, Gotti? I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me to talk about house music, returning to the podcast, we have Jordan and Ryan. Do you guys want to reintroduce yourselves for the new fans?
1: What's up? Uh, I, it's Ryan. I'm excited to be back on the podcast. Um, I am working on lots of fun things, and I will talk about them when they're ready. So, Quaid knows some of these. You see some of these ideas. Little, okay, okay. Um, I'm, they're becoming a little bit of a yes, a little bit of a writer. So, you'll be seeing some written pieces, pieces from mm-hmm. me coming down the pipeline.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. She's a writer. It is I, it's Jordan, Jordan Coley. I'm here. I'm glad to be back on this podcast, and uh, you know, it feels like coming
1: home you know something just like being where you're supposed to be you know what i mean so um <laughs> no it's really good i'm just i'm just happy to be here so thank you guys and i'm looking forward to this podcast
0: yeah it's homecoming it's homecoming for
1: sure it's a renaissance if you will It's a renaissance, (laughs) if you
0: will. Wow. Look at that. So obviously, today we're going to be talking about house music, y'all. Before we get into house music, obviously we're going to talk about Beyonce. We're going to talk about all the things. Before we get into that, we're going to go into In My Defense. I didn't really prep y'all. This was very last minute because Beyonce's album dropped last night. But I have an In My Defense. I will start off. If y'all think of one, feel free to say it. If not, don't worry about it. My In My Defense this week. Is that movie theater nacho cheese is the only acceptable cheese on the planet. It's the only thing that is not disgusting and gag worthy. Um, And it's actually a delicacy and it's delectable. That's my, in my defense, it's fantastic. I will eat movie theater nacho. I would probably drink it through a straw if given the opportunity
1: to. It's fantastic. You know, it's, it's plastic. It's like not cheese. It's like quite literally you consuming plastic. Okay. What you oh, saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. You're, you're like, what you And saying? what about it? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And what about it? Yeah. Oh. hmm. I put worse things oh, in my mouth. Okay. Yeah. Do you? I have definitely put
1: top three worst things you put in
0: your mouth. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to.
1: Because I think you're trying to go sexual, and I don't think that penis is worse yeah. than that. I don't think it is. I really Some don't. Some penis is worse than that. <laughs> um okay. Some... You know what? Fair. Not, right.
0: <laughs> not penis in general, but some. Mm-hmm, Fair enough. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. We've discussed this before.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting take. Uh, mm-hmm. Yuck, I'm sorry for you and your digestion because you don't even eat regular cheese. So like, what about that?
0: Um, I imagine the lack of dairy helps, you know, does something good for the stomach. It has good vibes, something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. No nutrition, just vibes. I like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, 100%. Why would I need nutrition? Vibes is vibes is all I need. Do y'all have anything that you would like to discuss for, in my defense, anything you'd like to defend, problematic takes?
1: I think I have one. I don't know that it's problematic. But I'm gonna uh, continue this my in my defenses of uh, defending pop music. Um, mm-hmm. Selena Gomez makes great music, y'all. I and I don't care what you say. All of her albums, not all of them, are very good. Her Spanish album is really good. Ray, all of them are great, you guys. I'm saying Spanish. I consistently am like, who? Her, she does have a Spanish album. And you should go back and listen because it's fantastic. What? Yes, it's a, like all like fully like uh, like like. A full Spanish album she released like last year, the year before, very good. Hey, Selena Gomez, you love me like a love song, yes, baby. Great song. I'm just saying, and that's what I'm saying is that you. She doesn't make bad music. You really can't name one. Name my bad Selena Gomez song.
0: I can't name a Selena Gomez. You can't song because so they're we could start there. I can't name a Selena Gomez song, so we could just. Start they're there. all good.
1: They're like, all good, guys. Couldn't name Go back and one. listen. I like. I consistently am like, oh, how is she getting all these streams? And then I'm like, oh, it's me. It's I you. Am consistently streaming Selena Gomez. She's always it's definitely in the you. Yeah, uh, and I'll die by that. You know, her and Paris Hilton Have my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting. Mm.
1: Jordan, are you thinking uh, of one? I'm trying to think of one.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one. Um, you bring you mentioning Paris Hilton, did make me think of her um DJ career, mm. and and the model DJ. I feel like the model DJ got a lot of uh, kind of like has been memed and like you know. Uh, Talked down upon You mean the Like the, the Influencer to DJ pipeline Right The influencer to DJ pipeline the, You know Like the this sort of way Like this is the easy way To to monetize Your like Your arbitrary clout Or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah But I think I think Some of those people Know what they're doing On a CDJ To be honest Like I'd rather go to a party where, where it's like It's some like popular Like hot person Who's playing things I want to hear Than some like Shit that is like Cool But not necessarily the most vibe-inducing. Uh, I feel that. Is Paris one of those people? Is she good? I've heard she just, she low-key just like presses a button and likes the rock, but I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't speak to that. And we're going to talk about house music on this episode. Virgil Abloh apparently was one of those people who like, while being like, obviously more than an influencer, but influencer was part of the thing he did. Um, he was also a DJ. He was apparently a great DJ. People were like, oh yeah, we... Wow. Hate that nigga for what he whatever,
1: but he was apparently a great DJ. I mean, I was, that makes sense. Him being a good DJ makes sense. He seems like he has good taste. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say uh, also Idris Elba, fantastic DJ. I oh, randomly wow. saw him at Coachella once.
0: Oh, I forgot yeah. that he does that.
1: Yeah, because he had like he has a different name. I forget his DJ name, and I didn't recognize his name. And I saw him at Coachella because he was under his DJ name, and I was like, that's Idris Elba, and he's very good, very good live. What's his DJ name? Let me look it up. His DJ name. It's some hella British. It's like squiggles, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't find it right now. Because right now they're all just saying the DJ career of Idris Elba. And I'm like, but I need his name, and I'm like, I need. But I know he has a name.
0: Okay, fair speaking of DJs and that type of thing song of the week this week I chose a house song as best I could because I am not a house music girl so I had to google to ensure that this was like something that falls under the house category what I chose for this week was Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi the Steve Aoki remix because it's
1: fucking fantastic love it so much nothing makes me want to rage more than that song <sighs> it's delicious that's yeah, a Project yeah. X one that's a Project yeah. X yes <laughs> <laughs> It immediately gets into my veins and like takes me back to like frat boy days. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I want to fucking be on top of a chair, Mm -hmm. like shotgunning beers. Like let's fucking. I want to black out a little bit. I'm trying to see if I can black out. trying to see what's good.
2: Brown out. I want to brown
1: out (laughs) a little (laughs) bit. I want to brown out. Yeah. At
2: least minimum. Steven. Steven Aoki. I love him. You guys both stopped and gave me space, but I just wanted to say his name. (laughs) All Mm -hmm. right. Steven Steven Aoki. Aoki.
0: Hold up. That's enough. Right.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, or that song specifically, like, I don't I don't know if it's the, the combination of that movie and just, like, the energy of that song, but I feel like I never want to hear the original song. If the original song starts and then it doesn't immediately transition into, like, that I'm like, you can turn it off.
0: I do like both. I can't fry I will listen to whichever you give me, but I do like that Steve Aoki one for different reasons. They have different vibes, but so I do like both.
1: Yeah,
2: Project X, that, really, that movie really had a hold on on our generation. The soundtrack what? What was, was, was fucking that? fantastic. That's
0: why. The soundtrack was great.
2: I was at my fifth college reunion um, a couple of months ago and they, and uh, we were listening, we were like sitting outside the tent, me and friends, you know, reconnecting, talking about old college memories. And we heard that song and I think a couple other songs. And at one point we just looked at each other and we're like, is he just playing the college, <laughs> the Project X album? <laughs> yeah, and, and sure enough, he would, the, the DJ was, the DJ was just playing the Project X. And I, <laughs> you know, I was like, I have Spotify too, my boy. Right. Like <laughs> I can throw that on too.
1: <laughs> but okay, uh, I guess it did have a hold over. Did did you all not want to have that party? Like, I feel like absolutely. I was like, did. I want, of course. Okay, great. I was like, yeah, it's just me. You know, we were,
2: <laughs> we were, we were definitely, you know, like Allie Ryan should throw this party, dude. Like, she's got for a, sure. like, she's got a pool
1: for sure. And never me though. Like I never at my house. Like I'm mm. there, like ooh, I'm black. Not be, faith, <laughs> right. I'm black. I'm not doing. That. <laughs> I have black parents.
2: Right. Exactly. After school's over, I put my vocal fry away and I go home and I I eat my mom's Jamaican food.
0: One hundred percent. When I go home, I say finna. I don't say that here. I say it when I go home, okay?
1: So first of all, my parents don't leave me home alone. Like, what's that? My aunt is, my aunt will be around the corner. So I'll be doing so. And a dog going like, be I at the house. Have to be at the house. So I don't, I'm like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Can't relate. Uh, no. But yeah, wow. Uh, great song. Great, great, great song. Yeah, it, it that ended up. Um, and let me take a selfie, which was college age. I feel like, I don't know if it's house. It's not house at I mean, I guess it dances. It's certainly like EDM. That song also takes me to a place. Those are like my two rage songs. Every time "Let Me Take a Selfie" comes on, it just makes you want to be like a drunk white girl dancing. Like, right? It's very, very bad. Very, very the fun. first. Let me take a selfie. Let me take a selfie.
2: <laughs> well, I think this that also is a nice like sort of it's uh, a ex- uh, gateway into talking about a thing that I feel like I've realized for people of our generation, like house music has been sort of like conflated with like edm like the like because we i feel like we our generation came up in the edm boom you know like of the steve aoki's the david Guetta, shout out to his family the uh like you know calvin harris all those all those people growing older like and learning more about the history of electronic music you know house music isn't really that stuff like that? That is electronic music and EDM for sure, but it's not like the house music. That like, if you said some fifty year old nigga from Detroit, Detroit or like Chicago, that's house music. They'd be like house
0: music. They'd be like, no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> y'all don't know what house music is. You're right because I think it, it kind of got it, the 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 influences got co opted and then it became EDM. And I feel like we like like I guess like the younger generation kind of like don't we didn't listen to like house house if that makes sense does that make sense? like i yeah, feel no like we it does make sense to either edm and then like house true house kind of went away in terms of like the mainstream space or we didn't think of it that way because i think house has always had influences in things that we listen to but it wasn't like straight up like 90s where it was like house music is that like i feel like a lot of house was in the 90s a hundred
0: percent right Little bits and pieces lingered, but it wasn't like the overall genre that was dominating, not the overall electronic dom- dominating genre of the time.
2: Yeah. And sonically, just like sounds different. Like, I feel like there's a lot of... Sonic? Sonic's music? So- yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah Sonic,
0: Sonic the Hedgehog's music.
2: <laughs> I'm sending you my, my, my pick, Sequoia. I got this Um, Aaliyah. I got went on this Aaliyah kick last year. Sequoia cool, knows I got, like, a, I got bought my little stereo during the pandemic. That was my pandemic thing. And then I, like, was buying records and stuff. And I bought this Aaliyah's, like, remix album. And, and it has, I guess, in the 90s and 80s and 90s and early 2000s, they used to always release. Well, I have another. I have a Destiny's Child one, too. Ooh, I know this shit probably goes, too. I got this Bills, Bills, Bills uh, Destiny's Child single. Now with Latoya and Farrah. Wow. And And there's a... Digital Black and Groove Club Mix on this. Marie's exclusive live gig mix. Marie's exclusive dub mix. Like they all, they they would do all these like club, like club and dance music mixes on these like pop singles. And yeah, and I feel like uh, and I, that one is, and I was, I just like kind of wasn't aware of that whole like phenomenon. And I like uh, there's so there's so good. Imagine a song that you know and love, but like a freaky little like you know, <laughs> cast remix to to everyone.
1: Yeah, that's back when they used to, like, actually, like, rearrange songs and, like, make real remixes as opposed to just, like, adding a verse. Yeah, that's cool. That's very, very cool.
0: Yeah. Okay, I guess I can start talking about the little history of house music that I pulled up from good old Wikipedia right now. House music originated in Chicago in the early 1980s and spread internationally. I saw some places that said late 1970s, so, you know, up for debate. House music was birthed from disco, and like disco, was performed predominantly by Black gay people for Black gay people, um, and is characterized by repetitive four-on-the-floor beat and a typical tempo of 120 beats per minute, which created by DJs and music producers from Chicago's underground club culture um, when they began altering disco songs to give them more of a mechanical beat, pioneered by DJs such as Frankie Knuckles, Ron Hardy, jesse sanders saunders chip e steve silk hurley fairly Jackmaster funk and marshall jefferson and future and others not future that you know future ph future um but yeah and then it spread worldwide and it got all in that i find that i have a hard time differentiating house music and disco a little bit just like a tiny bit like this beyonce album is a very disco to me with like some house moments And I don't know if some people would just consider the Beyonce album entirely house, but it gives disco
1: for me. I would agree. I feel like, cause like the way she described it and there certainly are songs that are like specifically like, Oh, this is clearly house. But I think a large chunk of it is that like solid disco section. And like you said, it like is a derivative of disco. Mm-hmm. And so like, you have like the Donna Summers, like the Grace Jones who like were coming up at the end of the seventies and into the eighties. So they kind of like lived in that world. And those are also like two gay icons. So like, right. it makes sense that like they would have that space and that influence there. Um But yeah, I, I, I think that's cool to know that it came like from the black. Well, I guess it's a cool is not the right word, but I'm like, of course it came from black gay people because like, of course you know? it came from <laughs> black gay people. right. <laughs> mm, I feel like you can
0: say that about so many music genres. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I agreed.
2: I was listening to it, and like, it was a lot of a lot of disco sound. But that "Break My Soul" in particular is like a '90s house song, like to the T. Like it
0: is.
2: Yeah, it and is. um, that like even down to that was like that like synth that sounds like. I don't even know how to describe that synth, but like, dun, 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 you know, like that synth in particular is such a nice, I feel like that's, I feel like that honestly, when you talk about like genre differentiation, it ultimately comes down to like a few select sounds and a few select mm-hmm. like synths that people are using and like this, the sounds that come with those synths. Like ultimately that, it, that shit, that's the difference between West Coast funk, G-funk and like East Coast hard hip hop, you know, like there's so many, like, it basically just comes down to like a few little sonic signatures, like right. little tweaks like that. Like, oh, do you, oh we, we all had this one keyboard that we were sharing in Long Beach. That's why like, these songs sound this way. You know what I mean? That
0: shit sounds like that for sure.
2: Yeah. It's like, we all learned how to do this one thing. And like, I feel like it's the same thing with other, like with house and disco. It's like one, one distinction that I feel like kind of exists is that like 78, early eighties house, Sounds like disco because there's a lot of um real instruments, so a lot of like mm-hmm. orchestra, bass, yeah, yeah, like ba- a real electric bass, real like a organ and like you know and, and real drum kit. Whereas like the the further you go into eighties and early nineties, everybody get, became obsessed with drum machines and and synthetics instruments and stuff like that. So it sounds a little more like plastic and cool in that fun way, yeah, artificial in that
1: fun way. Cause yeah, that's that was the sound that everyone was going for in the '80s because it was new and weird. They're like, we can like make all of this like this orchestra strike and make it all sound weird and funky and like everyone pushed for it. But I think that's what kind of makes the difference for me between disco and house. I think house specifically sounds more artificial than disco. Disco sounds like oh, this Mm -hmm. could potentially be bands. Uh, A band making these sounds Where like I think house always has it And the other thing for me Is like I think what sounds good On a runway I don't know What about a runway Feels specifically 90s And I think most house music Feels like Oh This is runway music Like Tierra Wax Walk the Beat Also has that like House like And it's like A strong pulse That is like This is a runway song uh, I feel like that is a lot of lot of house music. It's like this is made for a runway. And house is, and that makes sense because house
2: is propulsive. Like I feel like maybe that's another distinction. Is like disco is can be more leisurely, like you're you're riding the groove sort of thing. But house is like is the is the boots and the cats. That's where that comes from. It's like the the four on the floor. The...
1: It is. It's the from the cat. boots walking on the cat walk. Goddamn walk. Wow, exactly. wow, that's what it is. <laughs> they don't tell you that in wow. music school. They don't. They tell you that that's
2: the music shit school. they don't. Mm, mm, yeah. No. Yes. It was Miles Davis and John Coltrane walking, doing slang, giving giving jazz realness.
1: <laughs> they were serving real cunts uh, in Bruno place. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They did. They served the house down boots. And that is how we got house music. And that's how we got house music.
2: They don't say, yeah. Actually, what happened was Miles was in his kitchen. He slipped into a death drop. And the, the way the plate hit. <laughs> they said. <laughs> yeah, and they were
1: like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> And and yeah, right, and then we got
2: um, that's
1: how we got ballroom. Um, that's how we got ballroom, and and yeah, cult, that's yeah. where the culture came from. Mm-hmm. So. Bitches
2: Brew, Bitches Brew is you know is what was Miles's
1: drag name. It was, and he that was he was the first house mother. That is exactly what not too what many it people was. know that,
0: right? Not too many people know that. Now you getting the exclusive information right here, so you should be happy that you tuned in okay y'all favorite house tracks just in general uh, like do you have some favorite house tracks hi i'm kate casey an unscripted tv expert three times a week i interview the talent directors producers and hosts of television's most popular reality shows docu-series and documentaries i get all the behind the scenes stories
2: Not really. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I don't know club m- dance music like that. Like I I have some, I'm sure you, you could play them for me and I and like I'd hear someone be like, oh, cool. I know this song. I love this song. But I don't really I'm not one of those people who knows the names of it. And I feel like maybe maybe this is maybe I'm speaking on my ass, but I feel like a lot of dance music fans also might might feel the same way. They're like, oh, yeah, I play it. And I know it. But I'm not like I don't know the name.
1: Right. I'm I don't know the you. name. All right. Yeah. No, no, you're the same. It's like a lot of it is like things that we know. The other, like the thing about a lot of house songs is that they get sampled and remixed a lot later. Mm-hmm. And so, like even like Show Me Love or sh- You Got to Show Me Love, like that is like that's the sample that is like on the Break My Soul thing, and like that is reused so many places. Gaga's uses a version of that. Charlie XCX using a version of that. So like I feel like that one is, like, just so all-encompassing that, like, I feel basic saying it's one of my favorite ones. But I also really love, um, what is the one God, it's the one where they replaced her in the music video. She is a bigger woman singing, but they put a skinny woman in the song and I can't remember the name of that song right now. God damn it. Let me look. it, like I, is it the I Got before. the Power? Yes! I've got the there power! There we go. Right. Is that House? I would call it House. And then Groove is in the Heart, which is, like, another white one. Groove is in the heart!
0: Oh wow, oh, yeah. yeah. Like those two
1: make me make me get up and move. Um and then also anything that RuPaul did in the nineties, cover girl, put some face mm-hmm. in <laughs> your wall. Fucking great, mm-hmm. love it. Like uh, all of those are fun. Um and then honestly, Madonna's whole like that early nineties album it is a very um influenced by house because you know she like co opting black people as the pop girls do. Uh, And honestly, she made a good mm, house album. (laughs) I don't hate that album. (laughs) I mean, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, like, Madonna, she did a good job. Uh, Sorry, I ran on a tangent. My bad.
0: No, 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 no. no, Those are good songs. I chose favorite house tracks. Again, my non-house ass, I don't know, house music like that. Um, So my first answer is embarrassing. It's actually really fucking embarrassing. And I don't condone this nigga. It's always fuck this nigger, 100%. But Chris Brown has this song. with <laughs> like the, the switch up of the faces in both of these instances. Because really I'm like, funny. what? Chris Brown has this song with Benny Benazzi called Beautiful People and it's oh so
2: okay fucking that's a great song. incredible a great song. to
0: me it actually makes me feel things in my chest i love that shit so much i had to google that was house apparently it is considered house i had to check i had to check all these answers i'm like okay and then another one c- categorized as tropical house is passion fruit by one drake one aubrey
1: graham curious mm-hmm. okay I didn't realize that we could do contemporary house tracks. Oh, no, yeah. I was just asking in general. What's the house tracks?
0: What's the house tracks that
1: y'all
2: like? I feel like, yeah, we're showing our age because like... Right, yeah, right. Yeah, there's some classics that we just don't know. I mean, I I just sent you one that like I uh, I don't know where I heard this song, but it's, it's really good. It's like a 90s house song called Good Life by Inner, the group's called Inner City. And it's another one of those like DJ with a woman singer like, it's a good life. Mm-hmm. Oh, like... Like, mm-hmm. there's like probably like a whole canon of like House yeah. singer women from the 80s and 90s who like need their flowers because i feel like all those songs have great crazy singing performances on them
0: 100 percent. and we probably know them if we
2: hear it we probably like oh yeah i i, I know this yeah i was i was gonna say that's nothing about like you're asking like what our favorite songs are like um the house part of why like house has had the like cultural overshadowing it's had and now we like you know people like associate it with like, you know, EDM and like, and a wider version of it is because like, it didn't have the same sort of like release pop culture history as like pop music. Like it wasn't like there were a bunch of artists mm-hmm. that were like releasing singles and like, like this stuff was just played in the clubs in mixes with a bunch of other shit that sounded kind of like, right you know, what, what, they weren't like doing music videos for these songs. They weren't like, you know, right. like having, there weren't labels putting a bunch of money behind these artists to market them. These were just like a subculture. You know, and so we don't know, you know, like a lot of this stuff hasn't been kidnized in the same way that like Madonna has or all these other right. pop artists have. So, right. yeah, it's like this I think also thing. because it's, it,
1: it's, it's attachedness to queerness is the other side of that. That I, like I feel like there was that, like because it was like it's it was a black queer thing that mm-hmm. would have made it very hard for it to ever really go mainstream, particularly in the 80s and 90s through black queer artists. Just because like that was just not... It would, there would have been no way to, like, have that really, really pushed out. So, right. I, I mean, like, I, to your point of, like, it never really having this kind of, like, archival, like, why we don't know those women's names or why we don't know, like, because there's lots of, like, um, ballroom, like, uh, uh, people, or I'm trying, they, not necessarily drag queens, but also drag queens who made house music who would have never been household names. And, like, Beyonce sampled, uh, like, um, I forget the queen she sampled on Pure Honey, like that, Miss Honey! Yeah, mm-hmm. Miss, like, that type of thing. It's just, like, it would have... Those type of artists, like, I I mean, for Rue's faults that RuPaul also has, Rue did open the door for lots of queer people and lots of um, drag performers to then become mainstream. And it's interesting that only now are they being celebrated in a way. Because I feel like Rue's been around for forever. So I'm curious as to why now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like queer, specifically blatantly queer and drag artists are like, just now popping off.
2: And you know, what's my actual first introduction now that I think about it to the house, like classic house music, to classic, um, like that type of dance music, is Daft Punk, and that was through yes, because Daft Punk, those two French niggas, love classic eighties and seventies house music. That was their whole thing. They were like, "We're just doing the shit that we we like listen to." What did they make Kanye do? Well, Kanye did. Kanye sampled uh, "Stronger," "Harder," "Better," "Harder," "Better," and that and that's how I learned about Daft Punk, and so. Mm-hmm um and so like and then i started listening to their stuff from the early 2000s their stuff from early 2000s is just their white french nigga version of the thing that black people were doing in the 80s and in, in chicago you know what i mean mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like that was like my introduction to that like that type of music so i feel like yeah like there's like it's funny like the this is like that weird cycle is and like the, that happens in like other genres too where like like the beastie boys kind of function that way in hip-hop like the beastie boys their late '90s albums were sounded just like early, like early '80s. They were, like they were around in the early '80s too, but they were just their late '90s albums were
1: doing early '80s hip hop in the late '90s. So now I'm curious—is that because I'm like, now that you say that, that makes me think of like because two other house songs that are like are more contemporary that that I that that I was oh these are great. Katy Perry's "Swish Swish" fun house song, very fun. <laughs> I love it. Heard Nicki on that, and then also gaga's whole chromatica album but specifically babylon sound like house music and i'm saying those are those albums sound like 90s house mm-hmm. but they are white artists doing it in the mid 2010s mm-hmm. and now here we are in the 2020s and like beyonce and drake are doing it so i'm like i wonder is it not all cyclical or like what are your thoughts on kind of like now how specifically kind of being brought back into the fold by very big black artists. I'm curious. It's all cyclical. I think. Yeah. It's interesting why this is happening now. I think I feel
2: like, yeah, like people eventually and and so many pop mediums, like people just go back into the archives um, and look at like, wow, this shit was cool. Wow. Like, do people know about this? It's like, it's Mm -hmm. new to them and and it's new. It's new to most people. So they're like, let's bring this back. And that's the unfortunate thing where everybody's like, you know, give them the flowers while they're still around or whatever, because like this does happen. Uh, people, be like musicians become like iconic 40 years later when they're like a bus driver in Chicago, you know. Right. Instead of when they were trying, a 20 year old kid trying to make it.
0: Right. I've been seeing that people are saying that like in times of political unrest or like discomfort, people look for escapist music and house music is like notoriously escapist and like happy and elevated and that type of thing. So they say that house music resurgences always correlate with uh, downturns in the economy or recessions.
1: Oh, girl, what you saying? We're about to be broke. This yeah, no, they saying that we're like- going into a recession, like
0: dead ass. Like Beyonce dropping this was like the nail in the coffin that we're going into the fucking recession for real. And I said, oh, my God.
1: Dang. Not quit your job. It's that your job's going you, to quit you, babe. Your job's going to quit you, babe. So quit it while, while you're ahead, sweetheart. Leave
0: with your dignity, at least. She's trying to tell you. She's trying to tell you. Yeah. So that's what I heard. But speaking of Beyonce, did y'all listen to the album? Initial thoughts? All those things.
1: My name is Tom Buck, and this is The Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every
2: Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. One of my first thoughts, because I'm one of the first songs, like she does that thing where she's like... She like kind of like talks over the track. She's like, oh, there's the one where she's like, you know, um, it's it's not my stands, it's me. I'm that girl, whatever. Yes. Um yes. But she said she said one of those lines was like, which who wrote this for her? Like, where like she used like some sort of slang where I was like, This is not how you speak, Beyonce. Oh, she oh, she was like, She said, dead ass.
0: Yeah, she did say dead ass. I'm dead ass. She said, these tracks are hot because it's me, dead ass, pretty much. Some shit like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Beyonce. <laughs> You don't talk like that.
0: You know Chloe and Hallie in the. You know Chloe in the studio. There's definitely uh, Chloe do, in the studio. Yes, no, right. like she had Fabio foreign in there, and he was like, "Say dead ass." Oh God! <laughs> Beyonce, say dead ass. Right. She Fabio did use a uh, a Beyonce sample recently. Beyonce had to clear Fabio foreign sample and, and told him it was too made dirty. Him, she made yeah, him she go made back him and it clean down. it up. Yeah.
1: She said, "You can't be talking <laughs> said, about no, women like this." Much. Oh wow. I forget. I think it was a it was a Destiny's Child sample, was it not? I believe it was. Oh yes, yes, I heard that song. Yeah, I heard yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was Destiny's Child sample. But yeah, she did. She said, "Clean it up." She <laughs> said, mm. "Like save use it, but fix it."
2: Also, we need to we need to stop this this like recycle uh, sampling two thousands hits and not barely changing them and then putting them back on the radio
1: yeah but the thing is if you go back and listen to some of the early 2000s hits that sample things from the 70s they don't change it either oh, yeah, i think we're huge. just old enough to realize the originals and so it's like oh because if you listen to uh even crazy in love which obviously great song if you listen to the sample she literally just lifts that sample and plops it down same thing. and then sings over it yeah it's the same there's nothing yeah. to it well,
2: there's a song on um the new Beyonce that samples Tina Marie, um Rick James's White Queen. We know we know Tina Marie in this house.
1: We do, we do, we 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 know her. The surprise was not Tina Marie. The surprise is I didn't know the sample, but I love Tina Marie absolutely.
2: There's a Tina Marie. I listened to it because I saw that I was looking at the credits and I said like, Tina Marie. I was like, oh, what song is it? It said sample Ooh La La. So look up Ooh La La. And the Tina Marie song is Ooh La La. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that on this album. I don't. She must have interpolated the fuck out of that. It's something. It's something on there, but she sampled that song. But that song is I only know from the two thousand song. Who does that song? Ooh la 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 la. la, la. Right. E, Who is e, that? E, e, I don't know. Some two thousand r and B girl sampled that. Um, and it's in it. I listened to the the Tina Marie version. I never Trey heard Song. T- it was
1: Trey Songs. Oh. oh my God. No. Not a dollar of the
0: problematic Ah! bitches. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Wow, he did put your hands in the air if you fucking tonight. Wow!
2: (laughs) Yikes! Yikes! We are two for two. While we're here, I just want to, I want to um, read this. So I, I have a Tina Marie record and I, ha- I want to read the, the back dedication she has on it. Cause she's, she was on some true white, white queen shit. <laughs> mm, she, the
0: photo
1: you guys is Tina with a bunch of black <laughs> kids. Children. Yeah. It's like her with like a tribe, like Angelina Jolie. It looks like very Angelina Jolie with her tribe. It looks like, it's right. Angelina Jolie and her children. It's giving Julie. Okay, let me let me read uh, let me
2: do a dramatic reading of the, the black text. So the black text <laughs> says, On the Venice rocks, just me, the master, the children, and my box. The uh, master. Just the home, Tina? Blues and sounds, decibels high. 20 questions tell me why. I have not 20 answers. Tears in Atlanta. Tears in Liverpool. Tears in my bedroom when they chased me
1: from homeschool. Nigger lover this. N- and nigger lover that. Stop it! You're being funny. She does not say that. Stop. It says it right here. Stop it says it, it
0: right. Here. She printed that shit. Went to print. She printed. Multiple it people laid right. eyes and said yes. Nigger lover said, this. Yeah, they did. Taunt <laughs> nigger lover that. Nigger lover
2: mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Boy, Barry Gordy, Motown
1: Records. He was like, "Yeah, wow. uh huh, print it, print it." And she said, "Nigger lover, I am."
0: <laughs> she said, and I am the master. She said master. I cried in my bedroom with these niggas. Nigger lover this nigger lover that. I can't believe this. I can't
2: believe no, this. No, she was shit. fully wild. Then. But then she made square biz on this record, so I'm talking square biz to you baby Squarebiz, Squarebiz
0: That's actually the shit. Let
1: me add that to my Spotify like songs right now before oh, it leaves my. Head. Yeah.
2: And you're playing your new playlist, nigger lover this, nigga lover that. Right. <laughs> nigger lover this, nigga <laughs> lover that. For <Poor> sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that needs to be a playlist. Actually, you need to make a playlist. I'm, I need a nigger lover playlist. Stay on the lookout for that, y'all. Y'all can see the nigger lover playlist. Come you can put uh, Jennifer Lopez, all her old stuff on there, too. Her, uh, uh the, I tell them niggas, they, know, yeah, they don't say that needs to be right. on there. All that needs to be on the nigger oh, lover playlist. Right. All oh, of that needs uh, to be on there.
0: I told them chipping my niggas, but they don't hear me, though.
1: I was, yeah, no. Gwendolyn, she can go on there too. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn definitely needs to get she, on there. Absolutely. Put <laughs> Gwyneth on there. Back when they were, they needed yep. to get on there. My God. Um. But yeah, no. Uh. Uh. Wait, 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 for you asked the question. Now I'm trying. The to Beyonce. It. What? What was the favorite tracks? What oh. was the favorite tracks from it? Just off the top. Wow. Um. I think I let me go to my favorites. I. I'll start then while you go through that.
0: My favorite tracks from it were Church Girl, Virgo's Groove, and Alien Superstar. Um, Alien Superstar really has some, you know what's good about the album, just in general? Side note, it has really good moments where she changes cadences and it's jarring and it's like exciting, where she, uh, the transitions are seamless as fuck. Like, and that's crazy to me. And the production is very layered and just really strong. And so there's just like really good moments on the album. Title of the Creator, has this interview where he talks about he tries to create moments and all the things that he produces. So like he'll change the drum, drum pattern for a second just to like, you know, create a moment. And this album has so many of those fucking moments. It's fantastic. Those three songs in particular, I feel like have a lot of moments. Alien Superstar, is that the one that's called? Yeah, Alien Superstar fully sounds like a different song at the chorus to me than it does in the rest of the song. And the chorus is outstanding. It's
1: like such a soaring, happy sounding chorus. I love that shit interesting i don't dislike Alien superstar i keep trying to listen to because i know it's one of your favorites and it doesn't it never it never gets there for me. you i feel no, like you have I'm to like, be like fun.
0: i'm not super in until it gets to the chorus i feel like if you're like kind of lightly listening because it hasn't pulled you in you have to be mm. paying attention when the chorus comes around and then it's like okay what the fuck is this it's actually
1: great mm. see i i for me i think my top three are um pure honey i love that one thick too and summer renaissance pure honey is so fun because there's so much prince on it It like it literally becomes a prince song in the so back the beginning is just so like it just makes you just i just want to like dance and move it's, it's truly just pure i also love the uh the miss honey the sample like mm-hmm. someone who like like have, has been to ball balls and like does drag like that it just like brings out such a fun energy to me like i legit just want to like start to, like like skirt across the floor like i want to do drag to that song so i like, love that summer renaissance also just makes me feel so fucking sexy like it is just so like damn i'm in my i'm feeling myself i'm my mm-hmm. house. i just want to like go out have fun it makes me feel like i wish this would have come out during pride this whole mm. album, in general, it's very like we deserve during the month of Pride to be out in the streets dancing to this, as opposed yeah. to like because right right now it's fall. I'm like I'm over it. It's, it's fall. Done. It is fall. Yeah, but summer's it's over. It's back to school. Like like it is. It's fall. You should be. You're in New York, Jordan. You should be excited for it being it's fall. Still it's hot. hot there. It's hot. No, it's nice here. I like it. Oh no, I
0: need the heat. He said, "Don't put stretches. that over here. Keep that, that energy me. over
1: there." No, over, yeah, in California. It's all, this is our fall too. But yeah, and then thick. I like thick. I don't like the switch up on thick. The switch up makes me like it. Because then like it's building and it's like a trap beat at first and then it kind of switches and becomes like, uh, yeah, I guess more housey. And I'm a little like, oh, I think I wish this drop would have dropped differently. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike it, but I think I like the beginning more than I like the end. But yeah, those are my three.
0: Jordan, from the front half, did you pick, did yeah, you, you f- have anything that kind of stabbed you that stuck with you? You looked at the track list. It was like, what's this?
2: C- Cuff It really was the one for me that like jumped that out. That is a yeah. one too. Cuff It really jumped out for me. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, Alien Superstar was cool, but I, I think Cuffit was the one that really like uh caught me.
1: hmm Make you want to skate. I wanna get on I literally like, I wanna get on some skates. It is and... very skaty. I've been
0: hearing a lot about Cuffit. People really like that one and people really like Cozy. Cozy's not didn't really smack me like that. Kobe Cozy didn't really do that. I like the lyrics of Cozy. Like I think it has good lyrics, but like the actual sound of it, I was like,
1: mm. like it's all right. And I think I think I'm a more of a lyric person. Okay. At least especially especially the first couple of times I listened, I think the lyrics usually pull me. And I think the lyrics of that song were, really makes me like, ooh, I like. But I agree. Production-wise, still good. I don't think she produces bad music. She doesn't. But um, that one to me lyrically hits me more than Alien Superstar. There are a couple bars in Alien Superstar where I'm like, this is fun. Speaking of production-wise,
0: mm-hmm. let's talk about that nigga Drake, who also came out with the House
1: album earlier this summer. Someone said... That he heard Beyonce's album early, and that's why he named it Honestly, (laughs) Nevermind.
0: Wow, because he is credited on this album. He's credited on Beyonce's album. So he probably was like in the studio listening to that. He said, you know what? Honestly, Nevermind. Give them niggas this shit right quick. Right, drop this right now. They can go ahead and have it right now. And as he should have, because it literally, compared to the production on Beyonce's album, Drake's album sounds so fucking cheap to me. Which is, I mean, fair. It is Drake versus Beyonce. Naturally, Beyonce would have a
1: bigger- You think? Beyonce has more money than Drake. So yeah, yeah. Does she? Yeah, Beyonce's a billionaire, babe. No, she's not. I don't think she is. I don't know it's about the money. I feel like
2: Beyonce is generally more conceptually and um, uh, uh, ambitious than Drake is. That is, yeah, that's Yeah, and, and like that's that's that, that comes through in the music in the way that Drake sort of like, I think he, feel like he picks a vibe and he like selects the people he thinks can help him achieve that. And he, mm-hmm. and he goes for it. Whereas Beyonce, like, it feels grander. I feel like she has people, she has like, mm-hmm. she's like Marvel. You know, she has like people searching <laughs> for the right shit. You know, like, and mm-hmm. she's, I feel like there's more, there's more like high concept to it. It's a conceptual album. It's a whole yeah. album. It's a project. Yeah. Right. And, there's, and it's rigorous in a way that I feel like Drake isn't as rigorous.
1: No. He's a singles queen. Drake is very much a singles girl. Like, yeah. like let me just get crank shit out that's hot right now. Whereas, yeah, Beyonce creates like a a full story. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like there's a there's I'm sure there's a crazy deck. There's a mood board. There's, you know, oh, like, for sure. you know, she's they're, they're doing a whole like it's like a film, you know, like they're doing a whole for production around sure. it. Whereas I don't think that's how Drake works. Exactly. At least at least not with this this record.
0: You know, what I feel like they live on different ends of the spectrum. Like, I feel like Drake. I don't want to say pioneers, but Drake like kind of brings things to popularity that have already been popular, kind of brings it just like back to mainstream, top 40 level mm-hmm. popularity. He does that often. And then Beyonce kind of trails that and does it really well. Perfects it. Like she mm-hmm. like perfects it, right? Like she kind of trails mm-hmm. that and like makes sure that it is a fantastic product that she's putting out. Whereas right. Drake, you do know, he did like the early house shit with Passion Fruit like I talked about before. And that album came out in like 2017. That was years ago. So he has been playing with it. He just wasn't like playing with it seriously. He was just, you know, he put out the album. He's like, here's a cute little thing for the summer. Like how Sweetie said, I want to give the girl something for the summer, something to turn up to, something to dance to, whatever. That's yeah. very Drake. Whereas Beyonce's like, no, bitches, y'all going to sit down and fucking listen to my album and y'all are going to love it. And she's right.
1: Yeah. She finds a way, like things that are hot, she will take them and perfect them. Yep. And not necessarily is setting trends, uh, at least not musically. Exactly. Not necessarily setting trends musically um that's fair because honestly even if you think back to like lemonade like she played with so many different sounds and like you're right none of them were like necessarily like new but it was like a lot of like oh this is a really good version of this type of music 100 percent. yeah that's fair that's very very fair but yeah i feel like when i listened to drake's album nothing stood out to me except for the drake, the uh, 21 savage song because it was like the only song that sounded like a drake song mm-hmm. and everything else i was like to me oh you know who else we haven't brought up who i think deserves to be discussed in a house way or in a house conversation azalea banks who makes mm. great house music wow, and consistently has made great house music he. yeah i'm like consistently brooklyn expensive taste is a bunch of house music and it's fucking great and i feel like people shit on azalea banks and she's been on this before like she's been on this way for um honestly her whole career, her is whole career. this really, is what her whole, whole career has been all yeah yeah and i feel like we i don't want to say all oh, her apologies because i'm like i get i get it she yeah i get it she's azalea banks but i feel like moments like this make me sad that like her personality <laughs> takes away from her talent because she is so talented and I'm like this right. could have been a great opportunity for Beyonce to be like I'm gonna put this girl on on and 100%. like and it like, been a thing So I'm like yes 100% this is a line and I think Drake's album I will bring this up because I'm like people used to say Azalea Banks music sounds like Forever 21 music and I never felt that but I feel like Drake's album specifically sounds like it belongs in a mall where I'm like Azalea mm-hmm. Banks is house music is actually good. And I feel like his stuff is just like, yeah, it's all Forever 21. Like, it's just, it's just on in the background. It was just happening to me. And it's not like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause, cause, cause Azalea Banks is music and her persona and her person seems to be steeped in like the energy and the culture of like this type of girl, you know, ballroom of like this type of, of, of like doll. She's all about like that, that her performance of femininity is very, like ballroom is very like that's
0: who she is truly that's who she is
2: and like whereas like drake for all his talent and like um a marketability is is just like an expert like trier on of things he's like he's like he's like a like a really bland model to be honest he's like one of those people who like looks good in a lot of stuff yeah and it can be convincing in a lot of stuff but really you know he's not he's like one of those um actors in those early 2000s like black uh, f- films like like um Soul Food and shit like that, where like you know the, the male actors in those movies always oh, look too good. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah, almost like always well, look little... <laughs> too perfect, <laughs> like too, right? Like too perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're like okay, yeah. This is this is a, a version of this thing, then, it, and it feels like an I-, I some sort of ideal, but it doesn't really feel like it has life in it. You know, mm-hmm. like. Like most niggas don't look like Shamar Moore. Most right, niggas ain't walking exactly. like.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like,
2: I'm like and i and I, I will, I will branch you that Shamar Moore is a nigga in the world from America. Sure. Yeah, sure. He's real, right. but like he's not, he's not most niggas. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like that's how I feel about Drake. I'm like, this music is cool and like and fun and like feels like some sort of like ideal of something, but it doesn't feel like real in that way. and like for you yeah. to that's use that very fair. Word.
0: It's background music. Hmm.
2: Um, whereas like, yeah, Azalea Banks couldn't fake it if she tried,
0: you know, like she couldn't, she could not. Wow, poor Azalea Banks. Wait, we talk about every problematic person on this damn podcast. We talked about Trey Songs, we talked about Chris Brown, we got Azalea Banks. Kyan was mentioned briefly. Every single, <laughs> oh my god, how many of those people are Gemini? To be
1: fair, Azalea is different. A lot of them. Azalea is a, is problematic in a better way, I would say, if that is in her defense. I think she's she's not an assault. She has. I don't think she's oh, like not assaulted um, anyone. I mean, yes. No, hold on. Two of these people are assaulters, and two of them are that's not. That's what I'm saying. Let's start there. So I'm saying. Right. Right. I'm saying. I feel like Azalea Banks is problematic in a quote unquote better way. <laughs> like, oh for sure, it's just yeah. Like she's for not assaulting sure. people. We just so. want you to shut
0: the fuck up, Azalea. That's really what we want you to do. Same for you, Kanye. We just want you to be the fuck quiet. The other right. two, we <laughs> would love for you to keep your hands off of people. That's super ideal.
2: And keep your peen to yourself. That is super ideal. Yeah, Jesus. Why is little baby on tour with Chris Brown? <sighs> we as we as the black community really are not
1: letting go, of Chris Brown. At all, and I'm like, when is the? And not, like, I'm not saying he's not talented or anything. But I'm like, when's the last time Chris Brown gave us something? Nothing, right? The, Chris Brown has been giving us nothing for a decade. For a while, he's given us the same album literally for ten no, years. And like, I, I like, think
2: <laughs> that's what it is. Like, I feel like he's he's fulfilling this need. He's doing that almost like like the way that like older, a older generation goes to see like um new kids, on um, new edition every, every four years. Oh. You know what I'm saying? We're like, he's giving us that thing that we're familiar with. And we're like, oh yeah, Chris Brown is like a song about like sex in a girl. And like, you know, right. and like being Again. in the club. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's pop, yeah, you I'm can pop, pop to it a little block. bit. <laughs> and like, and like, that's enough. Like he really hasn't done anything of, of note but like he's he doing, he's done at the all. thing that like we, we, kind of like and expect and that's good enough
1: and i guess i don't remember if he gave himself this title or if people gave him this title and he ran with it but he really is the light-skinned bobby brown and like i remember like that like that was a thing that people would say about him And like he is that. kind of oh yeah that's like a, <laughs> a, a, you
0: know what and i won't take that either if y'all y'all should actually go back and like watch bobby brown perform live oh and yeah. while i, oh, I, I have seen chris brown perform live and chris brown is good live Bobby Brown, though, there's something so incredibly magnetic about watching him perform. It's not Mm. like he can sing, he can't sing, but he's so, the presence, it's like this it's just Mm. there. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And my man's not cute. So it don't, you know, like it's very much just
2: pure talent, pure ability. And he's from Boston. We don't talk about that enough. He's from Boston. Wow. A black Bostonite.
1: Right. Put the it tracks.
2: on. That makes sense. New, New England. New england wow.
0: But back to the Drake album. Do y'all listen to it one? Do you have favorite tracks from it? I can go first if y'all need
1: some seconds. I listened to it. Uh, most of it was like literally just happening to me, which I feel like a lot of albums this year have been. True. Like, it's on and it's happening. Yes. Uh, I think when I, I remember distinctly when I listened to it the first time, Sticky stuck out to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that 21 Savage song, which sounds like a wholly different song. Like, I think it's the only song on the album. That it's the, the only rap song that's like, it's yeah. Drink, that's it's like, like the, like the only song drink song on the album. Right. Yeah. Yes. right. Anything 21 Savage does, I love. So there's that. I also, uh, call, uh, Calling My Name was the only other one that I yes, liked. Those are the that three that good. I like.
2: Likes. is that the is that one where he goes same thing yeah. Yes. yeah calling the way Jordan's throwing his body if y'all can see it but you guys you guys know what I was talking about right you know what I was talking about but, right? yeah, I got there yeah you, you, got us, you know what
1: you got us there yeah
2: sometimes it's called it's called pantomime I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a clown I went to clowning school
1: you're a clown. I oh, love that. You are I'm, you heard it clip that clip that and on a loop. I'm a clown. I'm glad I'm you said
2: it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm a clown. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, when we do my um we do my uh
2: True Crime episode on NBC, yeah. they're like, it's me black and white. I'm a clown. Boom. I'm a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right, that's it. It's Ryan. It's yeah, Ryan's like the signs were there. We just weren't paying attention. Yeah, we, we did we knew it the whole time. He told us. Yeah.
1: Oprah says when someone tells you who they are, believe, believe them. Believe them. And he gave clown from the beginning. We knew,
2: right? They superimpose a red nose on my face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a problem. So stupid. Actually, a problem. But yeah, I felt similarly when I listened to Drake's album first, you know, the first way through, I was like this is just happening. Like, it's just going on in the background. And then TikTok made me like Massive. And I liked Sticky the first time I heard it in the first place. And then obviously Jimmy Cooks. Is this Jimmy Cooks or Jimmy Crooks? Jimmy, Jimmy Crooks. Cooks. Jimmy Cooks. That one's fantastic, but that's also not a house song.
2: Um, Black Coffee is all over this album, who was like this South African producer and DJ. My roommate was the one who pointed this to me, out to me because I'm not super familiar with Black Coffee, but he apparently executive is an executive producer on... The Drake record. And so oh. he's his own, this is his own, he's like African house, like, you know, like that's kind of his mm-hmm. lane. And I feel like, yeah, the Drake, this Drake record feels like one more contemporary than mm-hmm. the Beyonce sounds that she's going with. It does. And it's, yeah. And it feel, has more of, and like in classic Drake fashion, it has more of an international flavor to it. It know? does.
1: It yeah. does. That's fair. Does. Yep. Yeah. Are you calling us tasteless? That's what I'm getting that you're calling us. You said it's international as if we don't. Enjoy. Um, no, no. I'm, that's what
2: I'm just trying to subtext. make some distinctions here. I don't know. I like they they feel different to me, and I was like, why? Why is it? And I think part of it is that Drake is doing like a, he's trying to do like his like UK, a West African. Jordan know, said team. it's because
0: he's been places. That's why they feel different. Yeah, that's why it feels different, uh, different
2: to and him. And for he's us, a, he's since he's, we have not. First of it, all, I've never been to the continent. I've never been to the continent. <laughs> my sister, first of all, and if I have, I would have talked about it very differently. <laughs> mm. See, this, right. this black star I have tattooed on my forearm is
1: for our ancestors.
0: <laughs> I'm done. The ancestors probably hate these niggas. The ancestors probably hate
1: these niggas. Every time an Afrobeat, <laughs> are so oh like, God. get them out of here. Every time there's an Afrobeat track, I know somebody is rolling over. They're like, please <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, my, my
2: friend, Airbus, uh, Ghanaian, Ghanaian? I don't know. I never know how to pronounce it. I say Ghanaian, but I've heard people say multiple things. Yeah, Multiple things. I, I say Ghanaian. So, um, everybody's Ghanaian. And she was like, um, she remembers going to Accra one summer and mad like Black American. I think it was like during the pandemic or something like that. Everybody's like, we're going back to Africa. We're going to go to, you know, we're, we're making our pilgrimage. It's time, you know, the world's ending, you know, this pandemic. We got to go back and like see, touch, touch, touch land one time, you know, touch road <laughs> in our homeland. And oh so it was mad like Black Americans from like, you know, like atlanta wherever the fuck like wearing <laughs> wearing like um like the wrong type of you know garb because you know each each country yeah, each tribe has their own has like their own, own patterns, things that of thing. garb and patterns yeah. and all that shit yeah. yeah and if they were like wearing the wrong like the chief's robes like, the uh-huh. robes, you know, like <laughs> no no <laughs> no it's, like, it's no. actually
0: embarrassing like it is yeah. there's like this whole discourse in college about whether or not african-americans could appropriate like different African cultures, right? And I firmly stand on yes because you're appropriating it. If you don't know what the fuck it came from, you're just throwing the shit on your body. You're doing it wrong. Like, yeah, you're appropriating yes. it. I don't know a different way to put it. Just don't do that. Nobody says that you can't reconnect your roots. Just don't be yeah. throwing on whatever. Just that like, know you what you're you doing. Yeah, right at the fucking goodwill and put it on. Don't do that. It's Flossing. It's not cute.
2: <laughs> it's the same way that I wouldn't expect somebody's name like Connor McDonald who's been living in New Jersey for, his family's been living in New Jersey for 200 years, to know what the fuck, to where in Scotland. You know, like, I don't, he, right. he don't know the fuck, he, he's not Scottish. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not Nigerian. Like, I, I'm from Connecticut. Like, I don't know what
0: the value. Right. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. So either learn it and do it right and give, you know, the whatever, give the necessary tribute to who it came from or just leave it alone. Like, I feel like it's not that hard.
1: It's also okay to just be like, you know what? I'm not doing that.
2: Right matter of fact, I'm not gonna go to cry. <laughs> like, oh uh,
1: yeah, I'm not. Because you're gonna touch land. You got. I mean, well, that. I mean, yeah, I, yes, I agree. Do your research. Do your fucking
0: research. Do your research. Don't be entitled to cultures that are literally not yours. It's literally. It's literally not. Like, don't don't do that.
2: I recently learned via like. I feel like um, all my education the last three years has just been like somebody will tweet something, it'll end up on my feed, and I'll do like five minutes of Googling about it. And like, I'm like, wow, I learned something today. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's not, and it's like not learning anything at all, but like, I feel like I did. Um, Well, that, that happened recently. And it was like, um, somebody tweeted something about how in the seventies and sixties, in certain parts of rural um, Africa, uh, I want to say West Africa, there was this whole trend where they became obsessed with American country music because the sound of the voices was so foreign and funny to them that they're like, that's so cool. And so there's like a lot of, there's a lot of like, apparently like seventies and early eighties African music that is sung in, um, in English, in a, in a country Western style. And like, and like he had links like YouTube links to it and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And so like, that is all to say that appropriation goes both ways and is like very, and like, and, like, our cultural histories are way more weird and complex than we think about it, usually. Than we think they are. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent on that. Because yeah. we've the been nuance, globalized for so you long,
2: you know? We've been trading weirdness for a long time.
0: People and everything. Anyways, no, nope. was too far.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yes. You're not, too. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm you're not, not wrong. You're not I'm wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> no,
0: that's the truth. We did. That That absolutely did happen. Right. Yes, people happen. were people yes. were
1: traded.
0: <laughs> on that note, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um do y'all want to tell the people where they can find you?
2: Uh, sure. I'm on Twitter. My name is Jordan Coley. I'm on Twitter at
1: G-I-F-G-O-Y-D-O-N, GIF Gordon. Mm-hmm. That's very fun. I love that name. It's such a good name. <laughs> it is, you can find me on all socials at this point. I think I'm in the end them all at Good Guy Rye Wow. At Good Guy Rye G U D G. You know what I'm saying? Good Guy Rye That's all. I can't say G U D G U Y. R-Y-R-Y-R-Y. R-Y, R-Y. R-Y. It's because right. I'm not bad girl Riri. It's right. funny. It's that's good that's guy it Riri. Right, right. Naturally. Yes. Right. I'm good guy Right, right. not bad girl Riri. Oh, Lord Jesus.
0: And per usual, you can find me at Pod across all platforms. You can DM me. You can tweet me. You can email me at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com. If you have ideas for an episode topic or, you know, if you have any other things that you would like to say to me.
1: That Tina Marie episode... Needs to
0: happen. I know. I've been like planning a Tina Marie for, episode for a really long time. I have like a lot of episodes in the works right now. So nigger lover yes, this,
2: nigger
1: lover that, nigger yeah, lover thi- that's, that that's, this, that's, that's what I'm gonna yeah, title the yeah, episode.
0: That's yeah, what I'm gonna title the episode. Nigger lover this, nigger lover that. One hundred percent. All right, y'all. Maybe yeah. Cause you can. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. i I'm just stopping recording. Bye, y'all. See y'all next week.